Let's pray. (laughs) Heavenly Father, we thank You for the joy that You bring to us. The joy that comes to us by the gift of Your Holy Spirit that gives us life and that gives life to Your church. We pray today that that life would live in us and that through us, we may be a source of life for others. In Jesus' name, amen. Pentecost. It's a weird day, right? Um, Pentecost leads to some weird stuff because, you know what? We don't really get what's going on here. That's true even in the writing of the... uh, the, the story that's so familiar from the book of Acts. I don't know if you noticed, but we, we always talk about the wind and the, and the flame, right? Tongues of flame, uh, tongues of fire on all of the people and this mighty wind that we hear. But if you pay really close attention to what was written there, it says the sound, a sound like the rush of a mighty wind. Now, what does that mean? That means the sound was there, but it doesn't mean that the wind was there. And it was like that, but it wasn't exactly it. It's a way of saying something happened, and it was loud, and it got our attention, and it was kind of like this, but it wasn't. We don't know what it was. We don't understand it. And the same thing is said about um, those uh, tongues of fire. Something like tongues of fire came and rested on each of them. Something like it. It wasn't that their heads just suddenly ignited on fire and they had a little flame sticking out of the top of them like they were the birthday candles for our birthday celebration. No. They had something like fire, but not fire. They heard something like wind, but not wind. They Then this whole thing with language, where this crowd gathered, and they're gathered there for a very important reason. On Pentecost Sunday, the reason there's a crowd in Jerusalem is because it's 50 days after the Passover. And on the 50th day after the Passover, thus Pentecost, um, they are gathered there to hear the reading of the Torah. When we leave worship today, uh, you will uh, perhaps have some people coming in to our parking lot at the time that you are trying to exit from our parking lot because our neighbors, our Jewish neighbors across the street have a celebration today as well. And it is about the reading of the Torah. The reading of the commandments and the law that gave them their identity as a people. That They mark 50 days after Passover as a way of recognizing that when they were led out of Egypt, they then journeyed and found themselves at the foot of Mount Sinai where God gave them the commands that would form their life. And when God gives them those commands, Moses goes up on the mountain, and you know what was there? Smoky mist coming from the mountain and cloud that covered it and wind and 
all of these things that are present in our Pentecost story today. Because as God had formed them as a people around the law, God forms us again by the gift of his Holy Spirit, poured out not on one, but as Peter says, on all people. In these last days, God will pour out his Holy Spirit upon all people. And the young and the old, male and female, slave and free, we shall all declare the works of the Lord. You shall declare the works of the Lord. That's our role as church. Did you know that? Sometimes I think we forget that. Sometimes I think that our role as church, is, we, we pretend that what our role as church is, is to shape the lives of people so that they become more like us. Sometimes I think that's the message that the world has gotten from us because we have done a poor job at times of telling the world what we're really here for, which is not to create the world in our image, but to declare the works of God that are being done in the image of God that is present in all of us. That in each and every person that we meet, there is a spark, a life, a spirit that is given by God and it's what gives them life. And we as church are called to witness to that life, to witness to the work of the Holy Spirit, to say, God has come among us. We are alive because of the Spirit of God and no other reason. We have life because God has breathed his life into us. God has given us breath. That word for spirit is all the same. In both, in both Hebrew and in Greek, the word for spirit has three meanings. Spirit, wind, breath. And in Greek, it's spirit, wind, and breath. So that when we breathe, take a deep breath with me right now. And let that out. That breath that we so seldom think about. That we give so little attention to how it comes and goes. Is the very life of God that lives within us. No one ever pays attention to their breathing until you can't breathe. <laughs> Snorkeling this week, you, you pay attention to your breathing, right? You go into the hospital. After an operation, they give you that breathing machine. You have to <laughs> inhale and exhale. And you start to realize how many muscles are involved with just drawing breath. Something that you took for granted your whole life becomes vital. That's the word for it. 
because it's what gives us life. The Spirit is our life. And we understand it so very little. I can't tell you what the Spirit is going to do. I'd love to. We, we imagine that we know what the Spirit is going to do next. We really don't. What we do is we look. We look for the Spirit. We listen for the sound of the Spirit. The sound like the rush of a mighty wind. We listen for a word that we couldn't possibly comprehend except for God speaks it not to our ears but our hearts. And we know that that message is for us. We look, listen, we pay attention to what the Spirit is doing, not because we can control it or make it do what we want, because our lives depend on the work of the Holy Spirit. And when we live, we live by God's power. And when we live, our role as church is to declare, to proclaim, to say, this is God's doing. God is at work. And we, the church, are meant to point to God. May the world see in us not people who know more, understand better, or live more properly. But may they hear in us a people who know where life is comes from. Amen.